Amen. Amen. This morning, we have as our guest speaker, Steve Mayanja, all the way from Uganda, Africa. And uh, if you want to go ahead and go ahead and give a clap offering, I know some of you are thinking about them. Some of you have that are here today have no idea who uh, Pastor Steve Mayanja is. Uh, uh, he uh, goes back a, a number of years ago, uh, met him through Papa Ron. Uh, when we brought a team over there to Uganda, Africa, uh, uh, many years ago, and we have partnered with that ministry. They're called WAMP, and uh, and so excited to have met this brother years ago, and uh, not only is, is Pastor Steve a pastor of a church, in fact, a very large church right there, but uh, is planted many churches. Not only is he a, a, a gifted pastor, but I see he also walks in the office as an apostle as well. He has started many other churches uh, throughout Africa, and uh, exciting to see what God has been doing through Kim and, and Papa Ron, and, and today he's going to be ministering to us and telling us what's happening there in Africa. But besides Ebola, uh, there's something really exciting going on. Uh, uh, I, I know that's the news that we're hearing about in America, but we want to hear something else here today. Uh, of kingdom value, and uh, he comes to bring bring news, some some good stories about what's happening in some of the churches and, and a church plant that we've been involved in. He's going to tell you a little bit about that here this morning. He's going to share God's word. One of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite preachers uh, that I put on my uh, list. Just love to hear him speak, and uh, a gifted speaker as well, anointed, powerful in the speaker powerful in the spirit. So would you give him a warm welcome here this morning, Pastor Steve Mayanja, my brother from Uganda, Africa. God bless you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When I'm in Africa, when I say hallelujah, we echo back, amen. So you want to speak Uganda? You just say amina. Hallelujah. Now you speak my language, so <laughs> I, greet you, I greet you all in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, and I'm so thankful that God has brought me back here at Calvary Christian Center. The church God brought us together for a purpose, to advance his kingdom. And I just want to bring greetings from my wife. I'm married, one wife, and we have five children, two girls and three boys. We've been married in 20, he's, he's celebrating 30 years. Next year, we'll be celebrating 25 years. So I'm chase, we are chasing you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Um, I bring greetings from Jesus Loves You Crusade Team. We do a crusade every month, and Calvary Christian Center sends you are part of us. Every month we go out, you are going with us. Whatever we accomplish, we accomplish together. Because you pray for us, and you send support finances for us that makes us able to go in the villages and cross the borders of Uganda. Every month you do that. For that, I just want to say, on behalf of Jesus Loves You Crusade Team, thank you. Thank you for partnering with us. We are changing the world for Jesus together. Another greetings I bring to you is from Inverne, 
Invonamba. This is Inverness. But the church you helped us to launch is called Invonamba Worship Center. And you are a church in Inverness. Your church, your daughter is Invonamba Worship Center. And all the money that is doing is done a work of God in the Invonamba community comes from here. We built the building, and next year we are believing God that you are sending the pastor again and the team, and you are coming to dedicate that building. Hallelujah. It is almost done. We've done most of the work inside. It's beautiful. Outside, we need to build a veranda. We call it a veranda so that when it rains, it rains a lot in Africa, and when it rains, Water has the weight it goes into the foundation. To weaken is the building. So we are believing God to finish the building, do the veranda, do the plastering, put electricity. We want to make sure the building, what we, fin- we started, we finish. Yes. And so I just want to pray that we'll partner together to complete what we started. Yes. Pastor, we'll talk to you about that. And now another good news is your daughter church. You launched in that village in the eastern Uganda among the Basoga tribe. Gave birth to another church. Yes. So you have a granddaughter. <laughs> and, uh, and so we need to launch it officially next year when the team comes from here. I told the pastor, you have to give me the date when we will dedicate the other building. And then we'll go officially and launch your grandchild. With a crusade and with discipleship. Hallelujah. Are you ready? Are we ready? All right. We are ready to change the world. And I think that's that. The time enough in America goes very fast. I better go to preaching. Okay. Turn with me to First Samuel chapter 16. First Samuel chapter 16. First Samuel chapter 16. I have some information at the table. I have written two books. God knows your number. You can't hide away from God. He calls you wherever you are. And then another book there and some brochures. So as you go out, you can check at the information table. And you pick a book you want. And then you can give a donation to help World Outreach Minister Foundation to complete their or our assignment. Verse 13 and verse 14, 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 13 and verse 14. So Samuel took a horn of oil and anointed David in the presence of his brothers. And from that day on, the Spirit of the Lord came upon David in power. Verse 14. Now the spirit of the Lord had departed from Saul, and an evil spirit from the Lord tormented him. Father, we thank you for the gift of the Holy Spirit. We thank you that you have anointed the church to advance your kingdom, to destroy Lucifer's altars, to pull down Lucifer's kingdom, to uproot his kingdom, to build and to plant. This morning, as we study your word, may you give us illumination and understanding of all the treasures hidden in the scriptures, that as a church, we'll understand the season we are living in, 
and what you have called us to do. What I plan to teach and to say as a man early to the altar. I welcome you, Spirit of God, to minister to us. In Jesus' name, and everyone say it. And before I preach, I just want to show you what we, you and us, we've been doing to pull down the kingdom of darkness and to build the kingdom of God. So I request the sound people to put on a clip of a video that was recorded by the national television and was put on the national television of what Jesus is doing to change lives through us. This is the family of 47-year-old Salong Lawrence Suna, son of Namagembe Elizabeth, 88 years, with his 13 children and four wives who have converted to born again. These people have been living in bondage and dealing in witchcraft, which they say that inherited from their father. They say that in the last 20 years of practicing witchcraft, Many relatives and friends have been disturbed by spirits. That's a former witch doctor. He was saying, I'm ready to follow Jesus. I am firm and ready to go. Approaching one Seguku Worship Center, Yesu Akwagara, in Kampala, Salongosuna invited Pastor Stephen Damulira Mayanja to Butambala. That's a crusade team you support every month. According to Seguku Worship Center, Yesu Akwagara, We'll build a church at the site of the shrine and also support the family of Salongosuna. God has given us authority to pull down every Lucifer's altars. We use our authority to ban every god. This village in Butambala district is being occupied by the Muslim community mainly. Kim Mutesasira compiles this story for UBC News. So that's some of the things happening on the front line where you and us will go. God has anointed us to advance his kingdom. Say amen. amen. We have the anointing. And my message today is do not neglect your gift. Fight to finish the battle. Hallelujah. And when pastor was praying, he kept saying we have to fight and finish. Finish well. And today, as we just read these two verses in First Samuel chapter 16, we saw verse 13 say, So Samuel took a horn of oil and anointed David in the presence of his brothers. From that day on, the Spirit of the Lord came upon David in power. What power? Power of the Holy Spirit. To do what? To fight God's battles. To advance God's kingdom. And then verse 14 says, Now the Spirit of the Lord had departed from Saul, and an evil spirit came upon him. As a church, there is a cause, there is a reason 
why we have been anointed with the power of the Holy Spirit. And each one of us, when we receive the Holy Spirit, we must treasure that Holy Spirit every day. We must always make sure we are in tune with the Holy Spirit. Paul, he was exhorting the church in his first Timothy chapter 4, verse 14, and said, Do not neglect your gift, which was given you through a prophetic message when the board of elders laid their hands on you. It's unfortunate to see a man of God, Saul, who was called by God in First Samuel chapter 10. You know very well the story. And when God sent Samuel, the same man, same prophet, went and found Samuel, went and found Saul, anointed him with oil, and the Bible says in chapter 10 of First Samuel, the Spirit of God came upon Saul in power. And from that time, Saul started to fight God's battles. He was fighting the Philistines, the Midianites. He was always on the winning team. But the Bible says the time came when, and I pray this will not happen to the church today, if it is not already happening. There is a tendency when we have fought to go this battle for some time, and then we relax. When we put in neutral, in neutral, we no longer engage Gia to go ahead. We put in neutral and we relax. Now, I don't know who is relaxing here, but you know yourself. Hallelujah. And so make sure you are not in the neutral, because once you get into neutral and you put yourself into neutral Gia and you relax, you stop hearing the voice of the Holy Spirit. You stop doing the will of God. You join the club of a chicken instead of being an eagle. <laughs> so any problem that comes after you, you just hide. You chicken out and you hide behind. Make sure you don't engage the enemy. Today we have many people in the church who are scared of engaging the enemy. They don't want to fight God's battle. They don't want to get involved. They don't want to be on the front line. They don't want to invest into what is happening in the kingdom of God. And we see it always comes when you stop to be in tune with the Holy Spirit. And that's a sickness that attacked King Saul. He was still known as a king. He was still in a place of a king. He was still leading the children of Israel. He was still leading the army of Israel. But he was blind. He had lost power. He had lost the vision. He had lost authority. He had lost favor with God. He was just there known as a king with no authority, no power, no anointing, no eyes to see. He was a blind king. He just there as a statue, as an idol. Hallelujah. And I pray that these days the church will not go into that position. Say amen. amen. Because God has called us to fight his battles. God has anointed us. That's why Paul was telling the people that 
Do not neglect the gift. That gift of the Holy Spirit, the gift of salvation, the gift of your calling. Because God did not call the church to sit and wait until you go to heaven. If we are born again just to go to heaven, immediately you get born again, you should pack up and go to heaven. But you got born again, you got filled with the Holy Spirit to fight God's battles. That's why we have to be engaged in fighting, in advancing the kingdom every day, every time. We should be involved. Well, the time came when Saul was so used with God that he stopped tuning in the Holy Spirit. He stopped being led by the Holy Spirit and he started making his own decisions. And that is very bad. Without the Holy Spirit, you have no God-given vision. Without the Holy Spirit, you see with natural eyes. Without the Holy Spirit, you hear with natural ears. Without the Holy Spirit, you start making your own decisions. Hallelujah. Without the Holy Spirit, you start walking in the flesh. You perceive things and the challenges in the flesh. You lose God-given authority, power, knowledge, and ministry. And all that happened to Saul. But you are still there. They can know you as a church with the big words, church of the Lord Jesus Christ. But when you are doing nothing, when you are not involved in advancing the kingdom, and that's the place so ended up into. So he joined the chicken club and he left the Eagles club. You don't want to be a church that is known as a church that has joined the club of chickens that are chickening out, instead of fighting God's battle, you hide. When you read chapter 17, 1 Samuel chapter 17, you see what I mean. You know the story. We've, been in, we've learned this story since we are in a, pre, in, in a Sunday school. David fighting Goliath. Hallelujah. What is behind that story? We all know very well that when Saul lost the anointing, lost the authority, Lost the vision. He was making decisions according to the flesh. The attack came from the Philistines. The Bible says when they attacked the Jews, so without power, without vision, without authority, without anointing, he led the army. For 40 days, they were there hiding behind the rocks, chicken. And the people in the villages, like Jesse, the old man, thought, oh, our king is there fighting for us. No wonder he said his son David, take the food to your brothers. They are there fighting with our king. They are not fighting. They have already chickened out. Forty days doing nothing. But people think they are doing something. You can be... Uh, people can think you are doing something when you are doing nothing. And they can even send you something. Like uh, Jesse sent food to the commander, sent food to his sons, where they are doing nothing. But he said, they are there fighting for us. Don't make people think 
you are doing something to benefit them when you are doing it? Nothing. Hallelujah. That's why we have to be egos. Say amen. amen. And so here we see that when you lose the anointing, when you neglect the gift of the Holy Spirit, you die, though you are still around. But you are dead. So was dead. He was seeing the enemy. The Bible says, Goliath came and he said, Am I not a Philistine? And you the servants of Saul, pick one man to come and attack me. When he kills me, we will be your servants. If I kill him, you will be our servants. And they feared. So looked at Goliath as a big thing, so hard to kill. But when you are anointed with the power of the Holy Spirit, David anointed with the power of the Holy Spirit, when he saw Goliath, he said, man, this is too big to miss. I'm ready to kill this one. When you are anointed, you see with the eyes of God. The challenge, you look at challenges as nothing. Mountains become plains. Valleys become lifted. The storms are your funny ground. Hallelujah. That's why the church, we must be anointed. He said, amen. amen. There is a difference between the anointed one and the one who lost the anointing. What you just saw in the video there, in the video clip, is an, a man who has been a witch doctor and a Muslim all his life. And he's living in this community of the Muslim. That community, the district known as Butambala, is Muslim and witches. And this man follows sick for five years. The fellow witch doctors couldn't heal him. He couldn't heal himself. The medical couldn't heal him. His son, who is born again, and is a member of our church, Segoku, kept telling them, you need Jesus, daddy, and to be Jesus to heal you. No. But he came to a point he couldn't talk. He was at the age of death. They said, let's go try Jesus. They brought him to a church I didn't even know. I was pre preaching and I made the altar for those who want to be born again and to receive healing. I saw that very man, big, coming to the altar. He couldn't speak because the powers of darkness had got hold of him and held his tongue. That was the first thing we did, is to cast out the demons. And he confessed Jesus. After he confessed Jesus, he said, can you please come to our village? Now, this is the community, Muslim and witches. Goliath. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are we ready? To advance the kingdom of God, kick Goliath out, and establish God's kingdom. Hallelujah. But you need the anointing. And so you saw the Yesu Akwagala Crusade team. The team, we, you, join hands with us every month. We went to that village. People in that community, all our vehicles have on words. Are you born again? Jesus loves you. They couldn't believe they saw a vehicle with big words. Jesus loves you coming and going to a witch doctor. And they packed in his compound. When you are anointed, you are ready to uproot. You are ready to move. 
to pull down. Hallelujah. That's what we are called to do. That's why we have been anointed. That's why David, when David was ready to kill Goliath, Eliab, his brother, came and said, Why are you here? I know your pride. I know your, your arrogance. That pride heart. You are here to see the war. Who was there to see the war? Eliab, 40 days is there doing nothing. And this younger boy, anointed. He's there. He said, what have I done? Is there no cause? There was a cause. There is a cause why we are anointed. Say amen. amen. There is a cause why Jesus is in your heart. There is a cause why Jesus has anointed you with the power of the Holy yes. to change the world. Yes. To approach the devil. Yes. Pull down the devil. Destroy the devil. Yes. Build and plant his kingdom. Yes. So David said, is there no cause? So when we arrived in that village, as you saw, the people gathered. What are they born again doing at the witches? The wife got saved. The mother got saved. You saw the children got saved. We, you saw our crusade team, you support. That's why I said, we, you and us, every month we are going. Hallelujah. And so, when those people got born again, we put the man, he said, I am ready. You saw him. He said, because we said, are we going to be in trouble with the local government? He said, I built this thing. Because I was serving Lucifer, the government did not give me money to build these things. I built it inspired with the evil powers. I am ready. Destroy them. So you saw Kalismat, you saw your, your friend, some of you have been with us on the front line. Young but dangerous. You know you can be young and dangerous. You can be small but dangerous. <laughs> because you plus the Holy Spirit makes a dangerous team. Hallelujah. And so we put fire on those two temples. And the people thought, okay, let's see the people dying. Are we looking dead? The whole shrines went down in fire. The man got saved and he said, can you build a church here? Wow. Where the temples have been. So we built the church there. Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's why we have been anointed to advance God is he? kingdom. That's what is happening. The Lord has anointed us. We should not sit. We should not just be a, a dormant church. We must be involved. Say amen. Because God has anointed us to advance his kingdom. To build his church. That's why I'm so thankful that God has anointed this church. Has set us up together to advance his kingdom. Hallelujah. And uh, thank you very much. We have built Invnumber Worship Center. Uh, Pastor will tell you the details. We need to complete it because now that church has become the headquarter, the regional of Eastern Region. Hallelujah. So we do all the conferences, all the training, all the discipleship. All people come from the villages and they come to your daughter church. And now your daughter church, I told you the news 
has produced a baby. Hallelujah. So you are spreading and we need, don't relax saying, oh, we finished that one. Your, your daughter has given birth. Now, we need to go to another village. Hallelujah. Are we ready or we are going to fold the hands? Should we go on? Hallelujah. So it's my prayer that next year, Pastor will tell us the date, and you, the leaders here, you will tell us the date. I will pray that you will be able to come and dedicate the new building. I pray we will finish it, because we will invite all the government leaders who will go, when you come, so we can dedicate the building. We want to put in electricity. We want to equip those, that church. Now, Joah main church in the info number. We want to equip them with instruments. So we no longer come from Kampala to go to do crusade. We want that church to start doing the crusades every month in their villages. So we are believing God that we will buy instruments for them. We will bring electricity in the building and they will become a discipleship and training center. And I'm praying that you will come. Look at your neighbor say, are you going? Or you are chickening. Hallelujah. So, you know, we want men and women from here to come. I would love to see the women come. I would like to see the men come. I would like to see the youth come. Hallelujah. Uh, you can come. We can paint the building if you don't know how to preach or to teach. The building is not painted. You can do with your work. Hallelujah. So there are so many things we can do in our village, that Invernumber village. That's your village. You are the one who launched the church there. You bought the land there. You built the building there. You need to come to see what your money is doing and what the Holy Spirit is doing. Hallelujah. Because that is your baby. That's your outreach. And we are praying that we will continue to advance among the Basoga tribe. Because God has sent us now to another village. We have been anointed. When the power of the Holy Spirit came upon David, he came down and he knew the season. It's very important to know the season and not to sleep. So, because he lost the Holy Spirit, he didn't even know the season. It was a season to kick the devil, to kill Goliath and to advance God's kingdom. But when he he had no Holy Spirit. For 40 days, he was there hiding. But when you are anointed, you, are, you come at the appointed time. The Bible talks about David was always in the jungle taking care of daddy's sheep. But God wanted him to do what he has never done before. I challenge you to believe God to do what you have never done before. To go where you have never gone before. To possess what you have never possessed before. To get involved into what you have never involved yourself before. And you must know the season. The Bible says, Jesse, one morning he just told David, tomorrow, go, take the food to your elder brother. Find out how they are doing. Come give me a report. But that was the beginning of David to go to another level. To achieve what he has never achieved before. To go where he has never gone before. 
So there come a time when you know, though I have never been on the mission field, though I've never done this, but I feel inside. I am excited. This is my season. This is my moment. Hallelujah. So when David is carrying food, but he's traveling the journey that will change his life. The journey that will bring him from another level to a higher level. That was his moment to become the leader of the army of Israel. That was the time to be exposed to the whole nation. That was the time people to start recognizing this can be our king. Hallelujah. But he had to believe God to do what he has never done before. Because many times we feel, but should I? And you hear the, the devil whispering you, don't. You have never done that. That is for Pastor Mike. <laughs> you are not anointed like him. Those are for Pastor Steve Ferrante. That is for those guys. For you, you just step back. David had all that, but he knew this is my moment. Jesus said, in the Gospel of John, chapter 9, verse 4, he said, we must do the work of him who sent me. Well, it is still day. The night comes when no one can walk. And he said, while I'm in the world, I am the light of the world. So you must do the work now. Some of us had visions when we were younger men, younger women. Maybe doing something. Maybe going to Mexico, going to Asia, maybe going to Africa. But you keep saying, one day I will do it. I had a vision. I had a dream. One day. One day. But you see, you were at 17 when you, you had it. Maybe 20. But now you are 30. But maybe you are 40. And you're still saying, one day. You better do it now while it is still there. Say amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. When I was attending a Bible college in Seattle, Seattle Bible College, I always went to the nursing home and retirement homes to minister to those beautiful people. And you know when you are there, you push them in the wheelchair there, you are talking to them, and you say, you know, I'm Stephen from Africa, I'm a missionary. Oh, you're a missionary? Oh, God told me to go to Africa. And you are now, he's now in the wheelchair. He's in the wheelchair. Oh, I'm still thinking. <laughs> you are still thinking? <laughs> I'm pushing you, baby. Hey. I think it is late. So don't wait until it is late. Say amen. Whatever you feel the Holy Spirit tell you to do now, do it now. Hallelujah. If it is to lay hands on the sick now, lay hands on the sick. If it is to go to mission, go. If it is to give to mission, give. If it is to pray for missionaries, pray. Because there comes a time when you can't even pray. And you just need prayers. Hallelujah. And so, David knew his season. And when you are understanding your season, time goes very quickly in America. Hallelujah. So when you understand your season, you must be 
obedient. So when David came, he had Eliab. Eliab came and said, You, why are you here? What have you come to do here? And you always, the enemy will make sure you are upset. You go in the flesh instead of being in the spirit. Is there anyone I can use to demonstrate? Younger, young. This is what the devil will do. Now, this is David. Ready to face? Goliath. Hallelujah. And I'm Eliab. The work of the Eliab is the devil want Eliab to make this one get out of the spirit and get into the flesh. So he will not fight Goliath. Now Eliab will come and say, why are you here? I know you are arrogant. I know the pride heart. You are here to see the war. Now, if somebody do that to you, what do you do? Hey, you give him a five-fold ministry. <laughs> Hallelujah. And once you go and give him a five-fold ministry, you're already in the flesh. You're you following? And once you fight, you focus now on Eliab. You will never defeat Goliath. So there are some things that the enemy brings into our circles to take our focus from our purpose. Hallelujah. That's why as a church, we must be in tune with the Holy. The Bible says Eliab came and posted David. I know your arrogance. You are here to see the war. Why are you here? You are supposed to be in the jungle taking care of daddy's sheep. And the Bible says, David just said, can't I even speak? Is there no cause? And the Bible say he turned away and walked away. Hallelujah. And when he walked away, he went and talked to other people. Be careful when you are your season to do what you have never done before. The enemy will come to take your focus from your purpose. He will tell you how you shouldn't do it. He will tell you, go back to the jungle, do what you have already done. You are not supposed to go to a new level. New level is not for you. You are here to see the war. Therefore, whatever God has put in your heart, church, do it. And keep focused, you say, amen. Hallelujah. So what did David do? He just neglected Eliab, defeated Eliab, and he did not focus on him. He focused on Goliath. Let us focus on Goliath. Saul started well. Saul did not finish well. That was your prayer. That we will finish well. Make sure whatever you started, you finish it. Say amen. God has called us to fight these battles, to advance his kingdom, to establish his kingdom. Let us stay focused. David did not allow Eliab. Eliab is in the flesh. Eliab never fought the battle. Eliab has no Holy Spirit. Eliab is in the same club with the soul. Chicken club. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
But when you are in the Eagles Club, you are led by the Holy You see sharp vision, clear vision. You know your season. When the storm hit, they don't put you down. They just make you go up. That's why the Bible says in Isaiah that those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strengths. They mount up with wings like Hallelujah. They, you have to soar like an eagle. You walk and you can't faint. Hallelujah. So that's David. He's in the spirit. He's waiting upon, De- upon the Lord. And he was able to look at, it, uh, to look at it, Goliath. And he came before King Saul. King Saul said, you are only a boy. You see, always the Eliab and the Saul are there to discourage you. They lost the vision. They have no vision. They are in the flesh. They are there to discourage you. But understand your moment. Understand your season. God wants you to kill Goliath. Pull down Goliath's altars. Build God's kingdom. That's why let us join hands. Launch a new church. Among the eastern region of Uganda. Hallelujah. Let us focus. If God puts you in your heart. To come next year. Please. I'll be at the airport to pick you up. <laughs> and we'll have fun. Hallelujah. And so let's invest our anointing. Our time, our energy, our resources, our all of us into the kingdom of God. And when King Saul told David, you are only a youth. That man has been fighting since he's young. You can't manage him. David said, I'll go. I killed the lion, I killed the bear. Remember what you've already done for God. Make sure you finish. Say amen. amen. Finish what you started. Don't allow Eliabs to discourage you. Don't allow the souls who lost the anointing, who lost the vision, who has no power, who lost the authority to talk to you into giving up. They will talk to you into giving up. Whenever the Spirit of God tells you, do that, the, enemy, the Eliabs will come. The soul will come. But remember, they are losers. They are no longer in the war. And you are in war. You are in the war. Let us fight a good fight. Let us finish the race. Hallelujah. I love you. And I'm appreciating so much that God has put us together to do this. Papa Ron greets you and Mama Shirley. Papa Ron these days, before I flew here to come, I left Mama and Papa Ron DeVoe and Mama Shuli in Africa. They sat down and they said, Stephen, the body sat and they said, we want you now. Hallelujah. To make sure the work goes on. Because Papa now is 78 and sometimes things. Hallelujah. But we have seven nations where we have planted the churches. We have Christian schools. We have churches in Uganda, Southern Sudan, Kenya, Tanzania, Rwanda, 
Burundi, and Congo. This year we are launching another church in Tanzania with our graduates. And next year. This year we have already launched four churches. One in Kenya with our graduates. Another one where the witch doctor you saw, Pastor Steve Farate, led the team to, to launch a church in that village. And they are the one now raising money even to build a building in that village, a permanent building. Hallelujah. They are excited that they have put down the witch doctor's altar and they are building a new church there. Hallelujah. And so Farate in his new area in Denver, they are committed to see the building of that church and the primary school. Because there is no school, it's all Muslim, but we believe when we build a good primary school, those Muslims will give us their children. And you know our schools, all the children wear school uniform and with a badge here of the name of the school. Jesus loves you, primary school. So even if you're a Muslim, your kid will wear our uniform. <laughs> and you'll be asking, they will be talking to each other, hey, where does your daughter go to school? Oh, he goes to Jesus Loves You High School. Jesus Loves Your Primary School. So they can witness to each other. We have to win the world for Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. We have to change the world. So pray with me. It's a big responsibility, but I am ready. But pray for Papa Ron and pray for Mama Shirley. Amen? As we advance. May God bless you. Please, I will see you next year in Uganda. We dedicate a new building. We are finishing it in Jesus' name. And then we will launch a new church. Amen. Yes, sir. Yes. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for this army. The Lord is army. The people you have raised up to fight your battles to uproot the devil's kingdom, to pull down the devil's altars, and to establish and build and plant your kingdom. Thank you, Father, for all these years they've joined hands with us to support Yeshua Kwagala Crusade team and to advance the kingdom in eastern Uganda. I bless them, and I pray, Father, that you recharge them. Let them be fired up again. Those who have been feeling like, oh, I think I'm finishing. I think I've done enough. I rebuke that spirit that discourages people. I rebuke the spirit of Eliab. I rebuke the spirit of the soul. You will not talk into these people to confuse or to discourage them. Leave their hearts. Leave their mind. Leave them in Jesus' name. And I pray that each one of us will be anointed with a new anointing like King David. We'll rise up and say, is there no cause? This is my season. This is my moment to do what I have never done before, to go where I have never gone before, to lead the people where I have never led them before. Let that anointing come upon men and women in this church. Raise up younger men in this church, men in this church, women in this church who can come on front line and teach and train other women, other youth, other men, other pastors in Africa. Father, I speak that word that they are rising up as David rose up. 
and they are going to come and do what they have never done before. In Jesus' name, amen. I love you. May God bless you. Wow. Powerful words. No mistake, what we were singing about earlier in the service, what I was <clears throat> sensing in my heart, didn't know what his message was. Something about here in the state of Florida, I know that many people come here to move away from the north, move away from the cold, come to retire. But God's people never retire. We're not called to retire. We may grow old. Our body may not work the way it used to work when we were younger. But God has called us into the battle. Until we breathe our last breath, it's my prayer for everyone here in this room to be engaged in the battle, to be involved in God's kingdom. It's a sobering word that we received here today. We're either in the chicken club or we're in the eagles club. You're in one of them. And God comes to give you his Holy Spirit so that you can soar like an eagle and not cower like a chicken. Your battle, first and foremost, starts right here in Citrus County your neighborhood, your street, your workplace, your school. God has called you to engage the enemy and to be used for his purposes. You don't work at the place where you work at for just a paycheck. God has you there at that place to be a reflection of him and his goodness. There's a battle going on for souls and he's called you to be a light for him and to be speaking for him as well. And I pray that you would engage and, and I, want to, I want you to consider, really want you to consider in, in 2015 we will come up with a date. In fact, we're going to have two opportunities that's going to come up this year to go to, to Cuba as well as to, to Uganda to bring a team there with me. I got to tell you, it's uh, in the 36 years that I've been a Christian, a follower of Christ, been some of the most fulfilling, exciting times of my life to go on a missions trip and, and, and been on numbers of them. But to be honest with you, it's been my favorite place to go. And uh, I want you to pray about that. I want you to think about that. And you you're here today and you say, well, I'm old and my body does not work the way it used to. That's okay. I've watched many of our elderly people go on missions trips by faith and God used them in powerful ways that are here, even in this service right now. God can make up the difference if we're willing to trust in Him. I want you to just close your eyes for just a moment. We're going to pray. We're going to give here an offering this morning. We help birth something. The church is obviously going strong. It's functioning. The building is functional. 
they are meeting together. They have, uh, they have a roof. They have walls. They have a place of meeting. They can sit, but the building is not finished yet. We want to come alongside and, and help them to finish that. Um, it's going to be about between eight to $10,000 to go ahead and finish the project. And I just want to just ask you this year or maybe into next year, uh, to consider sowing into that to help finish that. And you say, Pastor Mike, we're, we're sowing right now into our building. And I say, thank you so much and, and continue to do that. But I, I, I just want you to just pray about that. And if you can, would you consider to be, to give a generous donation? And, uh, it may be just a little, uh, uh, in the amount, but it may be a huge sacrifice because not much is coming in for you. And, uh, it, it Every every bit helps. And so I want to believe that we can go ahead and see this to completion. Would love to bring a team, come there, and, and to dedicate not only the building, but to be a part of, of, of a crusade team, to join with the crusade team. And by the way, the crusade team, uh, the leader of the crusade team, we are helping to support them financially. These people are right on the front lines. A crusade starts... They start a church, and uh, it, it's so exciting to see. I, I just wish I, I wish the whole church could come to be a part of that. It's it's absolutely wonderful, and uh, I want to say thank you to everyone that gives towards missions to help make that possible. So this morning, here's what we're going to do. I want you to just say, Holy Spirit, what would you have me to give? If you don't feel anything, you don't feel impressed to go ahead and do that, I don't want you to do that. I want you to be led by the Holy Spirit. But if he says to give, ask how much, Holy Spirit, how much would you have me to give? And I just want you to listen to him, not to me, but to him. We're going to go ahead and pray, and then I want you to just write there on the envelope, okay, this, 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 you know, the amount that you want to give, write the check out to Calvary Church, and we'll make sure that the full amount goes towards the, the building right here to finishing off this project. Father, we just come before you now in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, speak to our heart. Lord, we thank you for what you're doing, God, in, in uh, our daughter church. Lord, we thank you for the privilege, God, of being able to be involved to see a church started, Lord, brothers and sisters. And we thank you, God, that it is growing, God, that it is, God, it's, it's a regional church. And Lord, it started another church, God. And and, Lord, we've, we've, we've got a chance to be a part of that. We thank you for that privilege. And, Lord, we just pray, God, that you would bring in the financial resources and, and for the needs to be met, Lord God. And we're asking, God, that you would use us, God. We're asking that you would anoint us. And, Father, I'm asking, God, that this need would be taken care of swiftly. So, Lord, we, we come and we present, Lord, this offering to you. And, God, we pray it will be a blessing, God, that you would use it, God, to further your kingdom, that many, Lord, would come into your kingdom, Satan's kingdom, and, and, and his territory, Lord, would be uprooted and torn down, and your kingdom would be established. We ask this in Jesus' name. So, Lord, thank you for this opportunity to give. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Ushers, come on forward. Thank you so much. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Would you stand to your feet? And we're going to go ahead and pray. 
Oh, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for this time together. Lord, we want to be like David. Unafraid. Full of boldness and courage. Willing to fight for the kingdom's cause. Lord, anoint us. Fill us once again with power and anoint us with your Holy Spirit, we pray, as we go out to fight your battle. God, do that. Work in us and through us this week. We ask this in Jesus' name. Now, Lord, I pray your blessing upon my brothers and sisters today as we Sabbath and rest and enjoy your presence and enjoy one another. Bless them and keep them. I ask this in Jesus' wonderful name. And all God's people say, Amen. God bless you guys. Have a great week. Amen.